0: Welcome, everybody. My name is Pat Bryan. I'm performance director and co-founder here at Spokes, and you are listening to Bespoke, the Cycling and Triathlon Training Podcast. I am delighted to be joined today by two people who are really passionate about recovery and helping athletes maximize exactly how well they recover. Um, As I'm sure you're all aware, adaptation and gains are really not about how you are training. They are more about how you're recovering. And Lottie and Joe from MyoMaster... Have really found an exceptional way to uh, to help us uh, help us athletes uh, really really game change or, or level up our recovery uh, so listeners, the topic today, as you probably are aware by the uh, title is uh, uh, recovery, massage, and compression and uh, we 're going to be giving you a a good look and understanding about what exactly that means some out of the box uh, techniques which you may not have heard of, and uh, do some myth busting as well so uh, thank you, Lottie. Thank you, Joe. Uh, how are you both doing today?
1: Yeah, we're great. Thanks for having us. Yeah, really well, thanks.
0: Fantastic. And uh, uh, just give us uh, a couple of minutes about who you are, your background in MyoMaster.
1: Yeah, so um, we have been going for about a year and a half now, um, yeah, probably, uh, yeah. kind of, you know, since we sold our first product. But obviously, we spent a couple of years before that. Really Researching the market, and Joe especially spent a lot of time working on product development. Um, we're kind of a, a, a recovery business really, and we really believe that recovery can transform how athletes perform, and our kind of mission is to make recovery the third dimension. so we we believe that when you eat well, you train well and you recover effectively, you can achieve anything, but you have to be doing those three things. and you know this was really born out of an understanding that athletes have lots of information about how nutrition and how they should be eating loads of information out there about training you know lots of training programs available and a real understanding about what training you should be doing across you know a number of sports but there's a real gap um, in terms of knowledge around how you should recover your body around training and a lack of education and understanding that actually recovery is so powerful for you know accelerating your performance not only reducing injury which is where a lot of people think of it coming in but actually if you do it right it's where your body you know really rests and makes the gains from your training so it is where you can transform how you can perform so you know we are on a mission to provide a range of products that bring elite level recovery to the kind of everyday athlete and also to help educate them so we don't just you know, we don't just provide the products, but also a series of education to help people understand how they should be recovering and looking after their bodies.
2: And it was also coming from a professional environment, playing rugby for 14 years, professionally at various clubs, obviously being um, open to the elite level recovery and what you do, it's our full-time job. We get sports scientists who their full-time job is to help us recover and perform better. So actually having an insight into that and realising that how much has developed over the last couple of years from 14 years ago from eight years ago from five years ago to even the last 12 months it's developed so much from having a cold bath um 10 years ago to having a cool down which has now stopped to having sports massage to now because of therapy like the tim tam or our Mayo pro and all that sort of different stuff in between and trying to bring it to the mass market because ultimately loads of people we speak to even friends who play football or run marathons had no idea about how to recover really so that's where um, we thought there was a bit of a niche in the market.
0: So guys, uh, let's bust some myths because uh, we've all got a mate, Dave. And and this guy, Dave, he gets referenced regularly by me on Bespoke because uh, uh, I've heard some real stinkers uh, from uh, crazy nutritional methods to old school training uh, uh, techniques. I was out on a ride myself actually the other day and a guy came up and asked me about... Uh, uh riding with uh heavy panniers or books in a in a rucksack or stuff to make uh training harder and, uh, it, i mean it, that would has some some uh worth but it's a uh, very old school now and there's definitely better things you could do with your times but but you both you both raised some uh said you've got some uh awesome myths that we can bust about recovery so i'm going to hand over to you and uh and let you take uh take us through some
1: Well, I think the first myth is really that recovery, as you reference in your intro, is is for kind of injury prevention, you know, or it's something you have to do to prevent getting injured. But actually, you know, recovery, when done properly and consistently, is absolutely about transforming how you perform. And it really is about, you know, marginal gains and improving performance when you're back out there training.
2: Yep, another myth is... Being a professional rugby player the last 14 years, 14 years ago, ice baths were all the rage. So you fill a bath full of ice water, sit in it for 10 minutes. Um, It's extremely painful, very um, uncomfortable. And actually, the science behind it is minimal, if anything. Actually, cold water immersion is now seen as the thing where it's not so cold. Um, So actually, the myth is busted a bit that ice baths help you recover quicker um the main reason people use them in contact sports still so we still have them at rugby is because of the collision aspect so it's actually great for the inflammation for any knocks and bangs but in terms of recovery um yeah that's been busted as actually being a bit of a myth so the ice baths after a long cycle aren't really needed anymore
0: uh, two epic, uh, epic myths totally busted there. Um, so moving on to uh, uh, some some top factors that do work. Um, so have you got uh, what would what would you be your top five uh, that you would tell an athlete to focus on when looking to improve their recovery?
2: So there's the probably the two main ones which everyone knows, which is sleep. You need sleep obviously to recover. Um, the amount of time varies between athletes and nutrition. Obviously, you've got to eat well to fuel a car. So um, that's another major one. A um, a third I would put in is compression. So there's some really nice science now behind compression and um, extreme compression, uh, which actually instead of wearing your leggings that most people wear, which um, in terms of measuring the amount of compression it applies, it's 30 mmHg, which is the amount it applies. Actually, extreme leg compression, which a lot of your... Um, fans will have seen is like big moon boots that blow up, and basically squeeze your legs. They go up to 250 mmHg. So just to show you how tight that is, it's extremely tight. It's almost like getting your blood pressure taken all the way up your limb. And um, the science behind that is, is amazing so far. So it's shown that you, if you use that in an evening, um, the following day, your drop off is minimal. So they did it on a test group that you did max power output after a training session and um, actually, your drop-off of, as a result of using extreme air compression was minimal in comparison to the um, test group that didn't. So, actually, in terms of a training program, you could get a lot more out of your training sessions in a shorter period of time. So, it does what the body does naturally of flushing out the toxins um, that build up during training, uh, but in a much quicker fashion. So,
1: and then I think probably. A third one, you know, a lot of people know that water and hydration is hugely important for our kind of bodily functions. And and it's no wonder when you consider that the average adult kind of body is made up of like 60% water. Um, And I think most athletes know that staying hydrated is really important during performance or training sessions. But people forget that drinking water is one of the best muscle recovery techniques that that really exists at all. Um, And drinking water kind of helps fill up the cells and prevent them you know, falling victim to soreness um, after training, so it's really, really important to keep hydrated afterwards. And I think we've done four there, have we?
2: Yeah, we could do a fifth of um, massage. So the thing with massage is it's very individual. So the science behind it is quite mixed. Um, but what's come out is that certain individuals find it really helpful. So the actual um, science behind it is a little bit mixed, whether it's proven to have uh, major results or not. But actually um bringing new blood flow to the area of the muscle you're getting worked on uh, whether it be with a sports masseuse a physio a percussive massager actually helps flush out all them toxins again um and rejuvenate sort of that muscle so um massage is very much an individual approach but um i found it really useful throughout my career
0: fantastic and uh, five really great uh, uh points there uh, you actually mentioned two which are part of this uh, uh bespoke recovery series there sleep and nutrition uh, uh, we we might m- might include hydration in with nutrition i'm not sure but but what would you say outside of sleep and nutrition would be your number one uh most important thing to do when looking to recover faster um me
2: personally what i use probably three to four times a week is the extreme um compression because There's loads of studies behind it that show the benefits of it. And to actually give yourself an extra edge um, with that is great. I still also wear the leggings. So one of my top tips is I wear my sports recovery leggings the night before I compete. So I actually sleep in them um, and my legs feel great when I wake up in the morning ready to go. But I think compression is a huge factor. It helps... Uh, bring more blood flow to the area. Um, it rejuvenates your legs. You feel fresher as a result. And as I said, it flushes out a lot of toxins that are built up during exercise. So I think compression is a is a great one. What about you, Lottie? I think
1: for me it is. You know, obviously we're we're a little bit biased, <laughs> um, but for me it is the kind of percussive massage. So I probably in four to five times a week. I'm not a competitive athlete um, like Joe, but I'm I'm a passionate athlete um, uh, and love training in my own time and for me what really holds me back training that amount of times a week is when i wake up the next day and i'm feeling really sore and tight and i just can't get as much out of my workout so i really love using our myo pro the kind of handheld massager it's brilliant for alleviating pain and i really find that i wake up the next day not feeling sore which means i can i can kind of get in the gym and get the most out of my next workout
0: fantastic so let's start with percussive therapy what is the science behind percussive therapy
1: um, so it's, it's, it's percussive therapy, which is, you know, a method of massage through vibration, essentially. And what it really does is it induces blood flow in quite a rapid manner to soft tissues in muscles, kind of tendons and ligaments throughout the body. And it also elongates muscle fibers, which helps to provide relief on your joints. So it's a fantastic you know way to relieve soreness um, and get rid of pain but it's also brilliant for helping to accelerate the healing that your muscles need to do after you've trained
2: yeah another great thing about because of therapy which is um, what the massage guns basically do is it hits the front of the muscle and has a ripple effect so if you imagine foam rolling or getting a normal sports massage you're still bringing blood to the area but you actually have to go extremely deep to try and get into the Uh, lower tissue whereas if you imagine hitting the front of the muscle very quickly like you do with the MyoPro, pro it actually ripples the full depth of the muscle so you get a very fast very effective treatment on a very specific part of the muscle so actually it doesn't take very long at all to get the blood flow to um, work through a particular part of the muscle very effectively and very quick and the the last thing is actually the initial science behind percussive therapy has shown that It creates a new stimulus that actually overrides the pain signal to the brain. So not only are you treating the muscle, you're also overriding the stimulus to the brain. So actually, if you have a sore back or very tight or tender muscles, you increase the blood flow and also almost numb them at the same time. So automatically you feel fresher and better once you finish massaging, which is a a great addition
0: absolutely absolutely so you you kind of mentioned there. there's there's some couple of key comparisons there between percussive therapy and uh, a traditional massage mm-hmm. uh it's actually it's interesting because i mean i i, I do both i get a regular massage and i i have uh a a, a, a a percussive gun as well so i use both and uh i I've never really been able to to quantify a massive difference but are you sort of suggesting there that actually there are some benefits that are uh greater with the percussive therapy that that more than massage
2: yeah i definitely say so i'm the same as you so i i also get regular sports massage i foam roll and i use percussive therapy and um The nice thing about the percussive therapy is just the speed of it. You don't have to book in a 30-minute massage or be on the floor for 20 minutes pre-training or post-training. Actually, you can be very specific to an area. So I get really stiff calves. I also have Achilles tendonitis as a result of that. And actually using the Myopro on my calves for a few minutes pre-training increases the blood flow to the area, works through the whole muscle, um, lengthens the muscle, Um, through the impact and actually I feel great as a result in a very short period of time whether and actually going to get a sports massage or see the physio pre or post takes a chunk of time I think there's there's use for both I don't think this is going to stop you from having a sports massage but it's a great tool to be able to use yourself and actually you get a full muscle treatment very quickly
1: yeah so I think it's 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 definitely the simplicity and the ability to apply it to yourself as joe said um and the convenience of it i mean you're you're unlikely to be uh going for a sports massage every day whereas this is something you should be using around your training you know pre and post every time you train Um, and it's simple to use but also it's about the power and the impact so you know if you are receiving a sports massage there's only so deep that the human hand can go and it can only move so fast so actually this is about you know the power of the of the tool what it can do and how deep it can get into your muscle and how quickly it can increase blood flow it can do that much quicker than than kind of the human hand can if you're getting a sports massage
0: That's pretty incredible, actually. It's uh, really good to hear. And um, I think there's probably going to be uh, a few people who are uh, masseurs. Is that right? A few (laughs) people who are masseurs that uh, are possibly a little bit worried about uh, about this. Um, You'd be surprised
2: how many we sell to who are masseurs. Oh, yeah. Do you know It's funny. Yeah, they actually have it as an extra string to the bow. So they use it as well as hand uh, therapy. They use the the massager as well. So we actually sell quite a lot to, to masseuses as well.
0: Yeah, it's funny actually. My my masseuse he actually has got one as well. He's uh, yeah. he uh, he used it on me once, and I kind of like I was like I, I, I'm not paying you extra to do something that I can do at home, <laughs> so I never used it with him again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. Yeah, I mean, you yeah. already got one. I think it also saves their hands though. So we get a lot of um, um, masseuses come to us and say, you know, I'm doing this kind of back to back for kind of six hours a day, um, and this allows me to do something really effective that kind of saves my hands as well. So. Um, we're not putting them out of business by any stretch of the imagination
0: complementing their business business anything. um let's talk about a little bit about cost i mean obviously the the biggest difference here is how much a massage costs uh i mean correct me if i'm wrong i think when i was living in the uk it was maybe 40 50 pounds or something for a, a massage and you might make leave a little tip as well but over here um you're paying probably closer to a 100 pounds and then maybe a tip on top of that for a for a a proper 60 minute uh, massage here so uh like you say it wouldn't take that long for your product for the the myo pro to to even become cost effective would it
1: no i mean
0: no definitely not as
2: as you've said a good good sports massage varies from anywhere from about 65 pounds up to 100 pounds plus and um Mm. Obviously, as we've already said, you're not getting that every day. So a lot of people we sell to and we speak to on the road and at shows and around clubs uh justify it in terms of actually this will cost me three sports massages and I can use it daily in my recovery routine and reap all the rewards. I can be specific, it's very easy, very user friendly, as Lottie said. Um and you can actually use it anywhere with the ultra quiet motor. So you can do it in front of the telly while you're sat at home. It's actually making recovery very accessible and very easy for everybody.
0: So Fantastic. And um, just a a little bit more information on the product for people who aren't too familiar. Uh, How does it work?
1: Yep. So um, it is uh, a handheld massage device. So you literally hold it in your hand and it comes with a range of different heads that you can kind of remove and attach. Um, They're all designed for different purposes and to treat different parts of the body. It's got kind of five um, settings on it that that take you up in terms of the intensity of vibration so um, it goes from kind of 1600 rpm all the way up to 3200 rpm and that's really great because um, it allows you to treat different parts of your body in a way that feels most comfortable for you so you know I tend to find that I go on a higher level when I'm kind of treating my legs and glutes etc but might go a little bit lighter on my shoulders Um, so yeah it allows you to really personalize the treatment that you're giving and it's super quiet um, as a product and it's also really portable so the great thing about it is you can travel with it you can take it to races you can take it into the gym to do your recovery there or you can literally use it while you're kind of sat watching the telly um because it's really quiet product so um the kind of our kind of brand promises are about making things really simple really easy to use and also making it quick so it's It's really quick recovery. We recommend you only need to use it for kind of one to two minutes per muscle group um, to get the most out of it.
2: Yeah, I would just add to it that we did spend a lot of time working on the volume factor because um, our original massager was quite loud. And there is other ones out there on the market that sound like drills going off in your living room. So um, the ultra quiet mower is a massive factor. And that was feedback that we've adapted and changed as well as our extra-long battery life. So it's got three hours plus battery life, um, which obviously is more than enough for most people to use several times per a week. So.
0: Fantastic, fantastic. And uh, best practices for uh, actually using it. What time? You said pre and post uh, exercising, but is there a specific time duration before or after that works best, or is it just whenever?
2: Um, so we've worked with loads of different... Sports clubs like professional, world strongest men, uh, Team Wiggins Lacole before they went went um out. And basically it, it varies, but generally people love it just before. So your final prep before you go and um start your training, start your weight, start your cycling, actually just increasing that blood flow. So actually making the legs feel a bit fresher, a bit lighter. Um, and prepping yourself pre so that's anywhere from 10 minutes before when you're sort of starting your phone rolling etc and your warm-up or just before you get onto the bike um, or go out for your run and just give that last loosening of your calves your quads your ITB bands Um, but also actually the post-exercise side so in an evening when you get home and you are feeling like your legs are quite heavy post your training, um, your arms are heavy, etc. cetera, whatever it might be. It's actually spending a good 15 minutes just working through them, niggles you've got, them little tight areas, um, and you feel a real benefit when you wake up the next morning as a result. So there's two sides of using
1: it. Um, it's a fantastic you know, tool for people that are training, you know, a relative amount, or in any way suffering from any pain on their body, it doesn't just have to be related to really intense exercise. Um, It's super convenient. And I know a lot of people um, talk about the fact that they don't do recovery, because foam rolling and stretching takes such a long time, and it's quite boring um and so people neglect it but it's a fantastic tool if you want to spend more time recovering you know it you know that you need to i mean you want to do something that's really quick and effective
0: now let's talk about compression um again what's the science behind compression
1: so
2: compression is um increasing the blood flow to the area you're wearing your compression garment on or the extreme compression so uh, if you think of it with your flight socks you wear flight socks when you're on the plane to increase blood flow Um, during that flight it's the exact same principle you wear it on your leggings for instance or your upper body and it actually increases blood flow so helps to flush out the buildup of toxins that you get during training so it's it's ultimately trying to um, rejuvenate your your legs or your arms or whatever you're wearing it on in terms of extreme air compression which for instance is our myo pumps um, which is a, a little machine that basically you strap your legs into or your arms into and it squeezes them up extremely tight Um, with air compression, like taking your blood pressure up the whole limb. And as a result, it squeezes the blood out of the limb. You get fresh oxygenated blood that, as it releases, pulls back into the muscles. And with this motion, it's actually flushing out the toxins. It's helping uh, disperse the buildup of lactic acid. And the science has shown that actually using extreme air compression is a really effective way of recovering and stopping um, the side effects of training. So generally, when you train... um, you damage and have a buildup of lactic acid that actually um, inhibits your training. So it usually takes people two to three days to recover um, from a session. And as a result, your output, um, especially your power output will be um, inhibited as a result. So actually using extreme air compression has been shown in these studies that it minimizes that effect. So they did it with a group doing max power jump, max watt bike. um, I think it might've been max squats and actually the, the test group that did the extreme air compression where it squeezes extremely tight around your limb um, and flushes out for about 20 to 30 minutes, their drop-off was minimal um, compared to the test group that didn't. And they did the exact same program, the exact same tests each day. And as a result, over a three-month program, the group that used the extreme air compression got so much more out of each session that they had all increased by the end of that program compared to your normal study group doing the same program, the same testing, obviously had a longer period it took them to recover between sessions. So when they were training, it took them longer to get the maximal output they required. Um, So there's some amazing studies out there now that show just how important this is. And that's why I suspect a lot of your people listening to the podcast will have seen professional athletes wearing these big moon boots that blow up and look really unusual. Um, But there's a load of science to back it up now, which is great.
0: That's fantastic. And you mentioned at the sort of beginning of the podcast, you had a couple of... um... Uh, comparisons in terms of the pressure that the uh, the, the, the 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 product you have ha- yeah. has on the on the limbs versus uh, compression socks. Could you tell us what they were again?
2: Yeah, so uh, normal compression leggings, for instance, what people wear in an evening to recover, are usually around thirty mmhg, and that's how you measure the the compression. And basically, as are the tightest compression on the market, um, and they go up to two hundred and fifty. So just in comparison, obviously, it's a huge difference. Um, And the only thing I can really relate it to is having your blood pressure taken, but up your whole limb. Um, And by the end, after three, four, five minutes of a cycle, you start to really feel your legs tingling or your arms tingling, um, almost feel a build-up that feels like they're about to pop, and then it releases. And it feels really unusual, but really nice at the same time. So everybody we work with, every show we go to, Everyone sits in it and says, it's a really unusual feeling. It's really squeezing unbelievably tight. But actually, after a few minutes, they say how amazing it feels and how fresh their legs are starting to feel. And they get up and and you have the comparison of walking on a cloud. Your legs feel so refreshed as a result. So it is an unusual process. It feels very strange, but it's an amazing feeling at the same time. And just that comparison of 30 to 250 it's a huge difference in terms of the amount of pressure you're putting through the limbs.
0: Yeah, no, that is it's it is it's a large amount there. And uh, how much do you, do you charge for the, for the for this?
2: Um, so we actually have one main competitor on the market, and they're close to eighteen hundred two grand, which is I think very expensive. I'm a professional sportsman, and I wouldn't be paying that. And ours actually come in at six hundred ninety nine pounds. Um, they're higher pressure, they're changeable settings, and you can isolate areas of the limb as well. So, for instance, I have very bad knees that end up swelling after long days of training so um, i can actually isolate just around my knee to compress rather than doing the whole leg every time same if you roll your ankle or get stiff calves you can actually isolate different areas of leg which some of our competitors can't do so um, we're very very competitive
1: i i think um really what we're what we're trying to do as a brand is like i said at the beginning you know it's about making uh some of the elite products that professional athletes have access to creating that in a way that is accessible for your everyday athletes. So we know that you know people out there who are passionate about cycling don't necessarily have two thousand pounds to spend on recovery equipment. I'm sure they'd rather put that money towards buying a fantastic bike, etc. Um, but we we still want people to be investing in their recovery, but doing it at, you know a price point that feels a little bit more accessible, but getting access to to really quality products that elite athletes will and do use.
0: It is a lot of money though.
1: <laughs> it is a lot of money yeah. it is.
0: But but you know what it's funny because I'm going to just for the listeners it, it is it, it is going to come down to a uh, how bad do you want it and that's not just not to say that your typical weekend warrior who uh, doesn't want it if they're not spending money on massages if they're not really really dialed in with their nutrition uh, if it's if there's if the commitment isn't as high and that's no disrespect to people who who are just thinking it's it's ridiculous amount of money to spend and like you said When even at six, seven hundred pounds, it's a a lot of money that will go towards a good bike or a new set of wheels. And that will be what attracts cyclists, the majority of cyclists. But there will also be a heck of a lot of like cyclists who are very committed and really, really in tune with that and looking for another edge. And I can really honestly, I I have tried these and, uh, and, and and I think they're fantastic. And I totally agree with the way that you described it there. It three to five minutes of of very odd uh, sensation, and then an, and an, a release, and uh, and it, and it, yeah, and you do you feel incredibly better afterwards. Do you recommend when you when you've got yours on that you have your legs elevated as well?
2: Uh, yeah, we we say that it's it's good to have them up at a neutral height, so like sitting on the sofa with them up on um, a buffet or whatever. But actually having them higher than the heart, we don't recommend. So don't lay flat and have them up higher than your heart because obviously it's pushing. Um, a lot of blood out anyway so you don't need to do that um, but yeah it's a it's a great addition you can wear them whatever's comfortable but having your legs up is, is a really comfortable way to have it
1: yeah and also just just back to your point around this being a product that is you know for the very committed there's a couple of, of things I I think to think about around that and one is that you know this is kind of going back to that the way people bracket recovery in that they think of it almost being as like an additional thing that they might spend some time doing or might spend some money doing, but it's not a necessity. But, you know, there are two things about that. One is this, these, uh, the myo pumps absolutely help you to avoid getting injured. And ultimately what use is anything if you're, if you're injured and you can't train at all. And secondly, you know, um, it really does improve performance like the science says this can transform how you perform it can increase speed you absolutely get more out of your training session so i think when you put it in that kind of frame and you say to someone you know this is going to help you be faster and be better then i think people think about it in a slightly different way almost if you elevate it out of what people traditionally think of as recovery if that makes sense
0: I completely agree. I think that you you're faced with the similar sort of problem that we are as a as a coaching business, just to bring spokes into it, is that actually yes. what we do is going to have a, a greater effect on performance than buying a new set of wheels or a new bike. Yeah, exactly. But the problem is, is that actually, because it's not necessarily a, a something that you can take out on the road physically and enjoy, yeah. and it's not got that uh, gratification in some mm-hmm. respects, uh, it's very hard to kind of convince people that uh, to buy it. But I, I 100% agree with you. I think that given that uh, your product will work to improve performance, uh, uh, repeatedly, uh, it's going to last a lot longer than a set of wheels will, um, and, and stuff like that. And it is considerably cheaper than the top end, uh, top end set of wheels as well. Actually, what we do need is a change in mindset from the exactly. average sort of endurance yeah, exactly. athlete to, to yeah. really, uh, to really appreciate what what it is you you guys do. So. Um, I I am 100%, 100% with you there. And I think that uh, in in the pursuit of uh, performance and gains and recovery improvements, then yes, you've definitely got something that is uh, worth its weight in gold.
2: (laughs) Yeah, and I just agree with what you said earlier about it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea. And we go to so many shows, the London Cycle Show, um, all over the shop um, we go. And actually the feedback is people who want that extra percent, people who actually have felt the difference, um, used a friends or have been at a show and tried ours um, a few months before. And actually they want an edge. They want to get that performance edge and they've felt the difference. So, um, it's not going to be for everybody, but as you said, compared to a top set of wheels or one of your high bikes or some of your, your, uh, cycling extras, then actually it's not as big of an output as you initially think.
0: Uh, so where can people go for more information?
1: So you can find us at myomaster.com, that's M-Y-O-M-A-S-T-E-R. Um, and also, we pop up absolutely everywhere um, around the UK, but seem to be across Europe in terms of the show, shows, as Jay said. So we'll be at the London Cycle Show, which is coming up at the end of the month, if anybody will be attending that.
0: Absolutely. And uh, you'll have some, we'll have some products at GCM Mallorca, won't we, the, the spokes team?
1: Yeah, we're really excited to be working with you guys Um, and yeah, we're going to send you out to the camps with some of our products to help all the athletes who are going on your amazing program, um, making sure they've got tip-top recovery so they can get the most out of those few days.
0: Absolutely. And now do those products get returned to you or do they come back with me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> no, there are going to be some available to purchase um, at at your camp. So if people try them and they love them, then they'll be there to purchase. Um, and, and we'll see what we can do for uh, as a thank you for having us on your fantastic <laughs> podcast.
0: Awesome! Awesome! Anything is greatly appreciated. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure, um, uh, Lottie and Joe. And uh, what we love to do when we finish up podcasts is we love to challenge our uh, our listeners. Uh, listeners, uh, if you're a regular um, listener to to bespoke, you'll understand that uh, you've got two ways in which you can complete the challenge: is that you can either uh, go solo and uh, and just have a go on your own and um, uh, and uh, do as best as you you can or uh, jump in for the uh, uh, Facebook group the Spokes Performance Training Advice Facebook group and uh, join the community and do it all together so uh, hopefully not putting you too much on the spot here Lottie or Joe have you thought Mm -hmm. about a challenge uh, that we could set our listeners
2: well Lottie's just elbowing me so I think I'll take this one (laughs) Um, basically what we'd like to challenge your listeners is to spend a minimum of five minutes a day just on their recovery so whether that be um stretching in an evening um doing a proper cool down a proper warm-up um but five minutes of their day on their recovery and then to let yourselves or let us know how they're getting on and if they've really felt a difference because it is one of them things like lot you said earlier in the podcast that people neglect because it is a bit boring or it does take a load of time so actually, just put five minutes aside for a week and let us know how you get on and i'll be I'm very confident that people will feel better as a, as a result and get more out of their sessions.
0: Absolutely. A fantastic challenge. Uh, so, yeah, Lottie, Joe, thank you, for, thank you for joining me. It's been a real pleasure.
1: Thanks for having Thank us. you, you really, much, really enjoyed it. it. It's
0: been great. Absolutely. And listeners, uh, it's always a pleasure to hear from you. So uh, if you've got any questions or comments, suggestions for, for any content, uh, please do jump in the Spokes Facebook group and just post to the group. And uh, if you've enjoyed the uh, episode, obviously share it with your friends and leave us a little comment or a review, depending on what platform you're listening to. And uh, if you're not already a subscriber, do not forget to subscribe because there uh, are plenty more epic content on it way. Uh, Thank you, everybody. My name is Pav Bryan. I'm performance director and co-founder here at Spokes, and you have been listening to Bespoked.